All right, y'all. So this is the bonus episode. Bonus. Bonus. We giving y'all two. This is two for one Monday. Yeah. Papa, step your shit up. <laughs> anyway, though, uh, we gonna get right into it. Um, this is a uh, Polly after Polly. Uh, but single Polly and single Polly right? and single, Polly yeah. and single. So yeah Polly and single So this is the Bonus episode This is also the last episode Of this series So y'all get into it Alright so Welcome to the show What up What's up, What's up? <laughs> Thank you for You know Coming on No problem Of course Anytime I can share Some insight with y'all Yes sure. Cause we know You like hella busy <laughs> So, like, how did uh, Polly come about in that relationship? Okay. Um, if I'm speaking honestly, uh, Polly came about from first me just being um, a little different and trying to, you know, see what else is out there as far as other lines of thinking. Um, so I was introduced to it to a friend, just the idea of um, how we treat relationships and each other, possessiveness, jealousy, things mm-hmm. like that, and then mm-hmm. the idea of being able to love more than one person. So I was introduced to that idea. Okay. And then also me just, and this is the bad side of it, but me struggling with um, being monogamous. Mm. Oh. Dang, I wish so- I had a bomb drop right there. <laughs> <laughs> I need you to, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Yeah, I mean, that's the main reason why you should not be polyamorous, but that was one of my, <laughs> at that true, time, but... that was one of my reasons, because I was struggling with monogamy, and then I hear about this, and it's like, oh, okay, this sounds like me, let me be, let me have an excuse, you know what I'm saying? Right. Type of thing. So, yeah, that's how it came about. So, when you say you were struggling with monogamy, what was the, what was the, like, conflict? Uh, I enjoyed, um entertaining other women you know outside of my partner um not always like sexually um or anything like that but more just emotional i guess um dishonesty um not being so way transparent okay. um, i would like you know i i would i guess um you know teeter on that line of what could be considered you know cheating gotcha okay that was me so, were you caught cheating before you introduced that? Or, like, were you cheating and, like, no one knew you were cheating? Um, you know, I'm, I, I'm half, a, half a nigga, so I'm sloppy with it. So, I wasn't even, like, being, like, you know, trying to clean it up or nothing. So, the times I did get caught, like I said, it was never nothing serious. Like, I'm having sex with somebody else. It was always just inappropriate text messages. You right. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just, Entertaining, like you said. You know what I mean? I got you. Yes. So, how long were you guys in the relationship before you, you know, y'all got into poly? Um, I would say five years, yeah. Okay. That's a long time. Would you consider yourself like a poly? Would you consider yourself like poly? Is that how you label yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Uh So, that's what you feel like you would be for the rest of your life? I can't speak for, I can't really speak for the rest of my life, but I do see myself having, um, more than one partner. Um, so yes. Okay. And so in, okay. Are you in a polyamorous relationship right now? Uh, no, I'm not in a polyamorous relationship. Okay. Okay. Um, 
So if you were, you know, you still can't be cheating. There's like, <laughs> have you worked? Exactly. So this is interesting. We learned about that. Cheaters within the In, poly. Yeah. Yes. We didn't even yes. know. See, we was green. We so like, what? did you ever cheat in the poly relationship? Um, with my uh, with my uh, former partner, or just in general? Uh, in general. I would say yes. I've been dishonest. Damn. Oh, oh, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm learning. I'm still learning. What's going okay. on? Okay. Like, so, because, like you said, sometimes then it's just me being not being good with being accountable for my actions, and I always, mm. I, I, you know, I like to lie by omission. So it's not like I'm explaining. <laughs> <laughs> my I'm nigga. The whole story, you know. That is so I'm getting better. Weird. I'm working on me, you know. So, I feel you. Um, it well, takes yeah, time. You can definitely be dishonest in polyamory. Because even if you say, hey, you know, we're not exclusive, mm-hmm. you tell that person we're not exclusive and I'm going to be honest with you and things like that. But if you actually have sex with someone else to do something and, you're, and you don't come and give them that transparency, then you're definitely being dishonest because you're breaking whatever contract you guys had with each other, whether it was monogamy or, or not, you know? Right. Yeah. So being that you you are like in this open relationship when you were and when you cheated, uh, how come you just weren't honest when you had like the space to be honest? Because, you know, obviously you said, you know, we're open, we're not exclusive. What may, is it, is it a thrill for you to lie and cheat? Um, I guess for me it's not a thrill, but I I, I think it's more just to my one of my character flaws where I feel like okay. I don't I don't owe anyone an explanation, which mm. is not a good thing. Mm. But um, it's some it's something that I think that, okay I'm doing like if I feel like if I'm in control of the situation I, it's okay, but I need to be able to give other people control. So like I, I'm not going to tell you something that I feel like you're going to get upset over. It's going to you know what I'm saying. Mm. Uh, so you be pulling you be pulling that i'm protecting your feelings type shit unfortunately oh i see what's going on okay okay so probably will work for you it's because i feel like okay why why do i need to you know share certain things tell you every every little thing but those little things do matter they do they do okay so let me ask you um with Polly, I've t- we've d- uh, talked to a lot of people, and they say they get into it for love, to be able to love multiple people at the same time. Would you say that's, like, your experience as well, far as in, like, being, you know, Polly, is it to love, love and care yeah. for multiple people, or is it something else for you? I think for me it's for love and for um, autonomy and independence. Mm. Um, but I definitely for the love. I feel like the owner of the love I have can't really be contained. You know gotcha. what I'm saying? And I feel like it's um, I connect with different people for different things. And I feel like I have enough love. I don't think of it as a quantitative thing. So right, okay. right. And, it's, and, it's, and it's not for me. It's not about, okay, how many people can I be with? It's about. If I find myself with one person, you know that's okay as well. Mm-hmm. It's just being um, if I if I happen to uh, have a connection or meet someone else that I feel like is a, a soulmate or someone that belongs to my life that I don't have any boundaries to where I can't celebrate that love as well. Yeah, okay, I feel that. I understand that. I feel like you like I got a lot of love to give, so I'm about to yeah. give it out. So you haven't since your like that last relationship. You haven't met someone where you like, oh, I just want to pour everything into this person. Mm, 
no, because when I think that's, I guess because I was, I did that for so long, you know, my last relationship mm. was eight years. So I felt like I had poured a lot into that relationship to the point where I didn't have, I felt like I had lost myself. So mm. at, this, at this stage, I don't feel like I can afford to pour into anybody else besides myself. Gotcha. Um, okay. So, I, and that's not saying that in the future I won't be able to, but uh, right now, I that's just not having been my focus. And it's not, it's, yeah, I think that I've been really focusing on me. Okay. Yeah, that's I a get, good okay. thing. That's, that's a good yeah. thing. Yeah. So, take us, take us, take us back. Because, like I said, no, we was told that it's a, <laughs> I got a, feeling I it's, a it's a different perspective. So we want to see, take us back what it looked like. Okay, introducing it for us. We was like, wait a minute. You, you were introduced to this by this person. And, you know, and then um, she let us know that there was a, a, a man that was involved as well. So my yeah, initial reaction was like, yeah. okay, this is different. Because yeah. we've talked to different type of poly people, we haven't really got to, you know, the bi aspect of it, especially with, like, you're, I would consider you a lesbian. Um, and then, you know, your girlfriend was a lesbian at the time, and then there's a man introduced. So, br- take us through that. Take us through all of that, like, as far as the relationship goes. Mm. Well, that was definitely different, and a struggle in, in a couple of different ways. Um, the first struggle is just, of course, this is a very new concept for us. After being in a relationship for five years and trying to go into being polyamorous, um, I just don't, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> you know what I, mean? um, I definitely would not, but um, that's already, so it's already something new. And then you have the, um, uh, within the gay community, especially the lesbian community, there are there are certain understood um, I don't know behaviors you know certain understood like I guess we have our own culture of course so right. um, you when you think about okay you think about your partner the person you've been with for uh, however long how they've been identifying as a lesbian and then they have interests in a man you right know, right to the point where they want to you know put your relationship and that is a lot not only to take on as the partner but as someone that's a, a, a woman and also being uh, more on the masculine side because then right. it's now like you know you got that you got that uh exchange of you know trying to test the you know the waters it's just trying right. to um like that pride thing right, right. right. So yeah that was um it was a struggle uh, i will say that um on, <laughs> i would say <laughs> all three ends i mean we made the best of it we were all cool and cordial and it's no like you know nothing bad between us now uh some days we'll be all good all chilling where we could all hang out and mm-hmm. then some days it would it would be all bad you know what i mean so right. it really just depended on and, and that's why communication is so important because now you got to communicate with, with between three different people and it's not just between her and him and me and her you know it's, right. it has to be communication between me and him mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying it has to be uh very very open and vulnerable for it to really work gotcha so like when she um brought up that up to you far as in like hey i actually did find somebody and it's a guy do you feel like it kind of backfired in a way like you introduced it to her and then she brought home a dude i think it back not in the way that 
she was, I think it, the first, the first time she was like talking to someone dating, it was a woman, it was another masculine woman. Okay. Um, so I think the dude was like the third person she dated. Now I get you by this, by this time we've only been doing, we haven't even been doing it that long. It's my idea. I bring it up, and you are. She's been. She's dating like, <laughs> like she was off the ringer. Like you know, niggas couldn't wait. I'm over here thinking, you know, and it's different Ew. because. <laughs> so how many people did you date? None. When I tell really? you, really, it's different because feminine women, if they hear I got a girlfriend, they don't. They don't want to hear that shit. They're right. Like, okay. Well, call me when that's over. You know. What right. I'm right. Saying? Right. Like, right. Open relationship. Nothing. So I would women imagine that was hard. Care. Yeah, dude, huh? no, dudes don't care. But I would they imagine that it's hard as hell meeting somebody and then you're like, well, I'm in a relationship. Exactly, yeah, like, exactly. hell no. That's Women is like, what? Which you might, it might be better now because I feel like more people are identifying as poly. Yeah. And I'm I assuming. Think it's when you don't live with the person, you're not attached. You yeah, know what I'm that's true. It's intimidating when you meet somebody and say, oh, okay. I'm in an open relationship with my boyfriend. Oh, we've been together five years. It's like, all right, well, I'm about to be the side bitch. You know <laughs> exactly. That's exactly. off the top. Exactly. So, yeah. It was it was a struggle, though. Uh, and it, I, I, I always, we used to always joke, like, that I introduced this, and now I'm, like, stressing over here. So. Damn. So, so it was, I, it's what I get. It's so what, <laughs> what was, like, some of the most difficult, like, humps you had to get over with being in a poly relationship with that particular person um i think the uh, biggest thing was was i guess possessiveness mm, you know, okay. like because we were in a relationship like she belonged to me you know even just just based on the fact that she was we were in a relationship together that you know she owed me you know what i'm saying mm. something more than you know what she was giving me um, mm, yeah. so I, I would take her, you know, she just didn't, I, I don't know. We were kind of codependent in a way. So, got you. Um, yeah, that's the best part of the biggest thing. Just, just really realizing like, wow, you know, I really have a fear of replacement, a fear of rejection. Um, I really got to learn my attachment style in a relationship, which was, uh, not a healthy one. So, um, just having that, uh, that constant fear of abandonment. Um, really held, I feel like held both of us back um, because we were trying to hold on so tight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so. And then y'all were probably like, I guess be- because y'all were in a relationship so long, y'all were just so used to each used other. Used to each other, yeah. Yeah, yeah of course. Like, by that time, you know, you, we pretty much grown up together, being together right. that, that young for so long. I know, um, I know you said that you really figured out that you was kind of possess like you were possessive within the pot did you did you think that you were like that when you guys were monogamous like did you feel like you was possessive yeah for sure yeah okay but you, it really gets exposed when you know right, right you right, know right. she about to get ready to go on a date and you you know oh lord, fit. Ooh, you lord. Know what I'm i would tear the house so up. so yeah right. i mean because you know, because basically you came up with it for yourself it's um it's it's hard yeah, it's yeah. Hard. I mean, you know, you, you there's beautiful sides of it, of course. You know, the whole you know seeing your partner love someone else or be loved by someone else was was one of the most beautiful parts of it. Yeah. But there's also the other parts where it's like, you know, you feel like you know that's your woman. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Or that's yeah. Your, so you by these you looking at your woman get dressed up. And it's like, 
it, it makes you feel very threatened, you know. Right. They're about to get, it, get to enjoy this. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Damn. So how did you feel, like, when you knew that she just had sex with somebody else? Um, you know, the sex part, it wasn't the one. That's not, that's not what really gets me. It's, I guess it's the emotional part. You know, it's when I think about, you know, y'all you know little pillow talks so y'all you know what i'm saying mm, okay. that's when i feel like that's when it gets like kind of more wrapped up sex is kind of like you know i understand that we're humans we're lustful you know what i'm saying yeah, we right. all flesh, so yeah that's understandable you know what i'm saying but when it gets to like you know what i'm saying those three four hour conversations they still ain't gotten to bed yet and it's like right, you know what i'm saying <laughs> right yeah. y'all a little too close yeah, yeah right yeah. right right yeah Wow. So, so overall, would you would you say it was a bad experience? Like, if you could take it all back, would you do it differently? Oh yeah, I would definitely do it differently. How, how would you? What would you change? Like, how would you do it this time? Mm, uh, I don't even know. I don't. I don't know if I would do it. But um, <laughs> <God> damn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if I could do it differently, I just would have just been. Um, a lot more honest with myself, yeah. Uh, I guess, and um, a lot more patient. I feel like we were trying to rush being polyamorous when it's way more of a, a transition, and it's more of a you need to go at your own faith for what works for both of y'all. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and not be focused on okay, let's just do this. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. um, and that, that kind of thing just comes with time and growth. So, um, but it definitely taught me. Um, a lot about myself and about just, I guess, relationships and people in general. Yeah. Uh, so very in- invaluable, um, invaluable, I guess, uh, wisdom I got from it. So that's cool. Yeah, that's this. That's, that's cool. cool. It's I like mean, it I, it's like too... I learned. Yeah. I, I probably wouldn't do it if I had to do it again, but I definitely learned a lot about myself. I mean, yeah, yeah. it's nothing wrong with polyamory. I feel like, the, you know, just the idea of it. I think, you know, I don't like labels for one. So whether it be monogamy, polyamory, you know, all of it's on the spectrum and all of it depends on what works for you with whatever, you know, pairing works for you. Yeah. Um, And I feel like it's on a spectrum, you know, so um, it just depends on where you are in your life. But I feel like it's very hard to come from monogamy and to go into polyamory uh, just because you already kind of have. If you already come into a kind of like a monogamous mindset, then it's, it makes it a little bit more difficult because you have that stronghold of, of, of well, you know, that idea of your relationship with your partner. So it's easy to come into it kind of with that idea, with that mindset that, you know, with the possibility you may fall, you know, you would fall in love with someone else or you'd be open to have another partner. Right. So it would probably, it'll, it, it'll definitely be easy for you to date now. But as far as like being monogamous and then going into that, you wouldn't recommend that. I can't. I, I wouldn't recommend it for me. I yeah. don't see myself doing okay. that again. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, like, no, so like okay. the, I know you're single right now, but after that relationship, have you been in poly relationships after that? At the end of our relationship, I was dating a woman, and um, we actually still date now. Um, so. And she's polyamorous. Okay. And she has a, a boyfriend. But, of course, it's different because me and her have a certain type of distance between us. We're close and we're cool. We've okay. been dating for, you know, some years now. But, of course, it's not the same right. um, type of right. closeness. So, 
it's already that understanding there. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's just been casual dating for the most part. Okay, so, okay. So I've been curious about this because when I talk to a lot of um, poly people, they, they always say dating, dating, dating. And so, and then I asked you earlier, you said that you were single. Um, <clears throat> so dating, what does dating look like? Cause you like, I'm single, but I'm dating. So like, cause I'm complete. I don't know anything. It's so like, yeah. I would say dating, meaning like I'm not attached to, you know what I'm saying? To anyone yeah. necessarily. Like I'm not in an exclusive relationship. Gotcha. Um, okay. like when well, I say we're dating, you know, we, I guess we do things that couples do, but just, you know, we're not necessarily a couple, you know, we go out, um, to eat, to shows, to, okay. you know, to the park, museum, whatever, you okay. know what I'm saying? We're close, we're cool, um, we're just not an exclusive relationship. Because, okay. I, I mean, people do use that term. Like, they, they say, say they're, they're like, dating. They're like, but, I'm dating three people right now. Yeah, or, and it's not yeah. an exclusive thing. It's a real casual thing. And I'm like, that's why I say everybody poly. Because motherfuckers date. Everybody dating. <laughs> yeah. Shit. I yeah, mean, yeah, everybody yeah. fucking everybody. Not, everybody dating. Honest with it. Right. It just doesn't have a name. Ashley's like, yeah, I know yeah. plenty poly people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it's hard to, I guess when, when I say, when, when people say poly, sometimes they're talking about it. They, I would think maybe they're in actual, you know, relationships with people, yeah. with people. But I guess you could be. I mean, when you're single and poly, you kind of just like a, I guess a regular single person. But, right. Um, being a little bit more transparent because, mm -hmm. like you said, like like even with me, like people just lie about omission. They don't. People just uh, they don't really necessarily align maliciously, but a nigga will be dating two or three women and neither one nobody of them would know. know. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. Right. I, I didn't grow up oh. okay because i was that was about that life okay, okay. just lying to everyone <laughs> so, yeah that's lying. what i'm saying everyone's being lied to because <laughs> don't nobody know shit. oh my goodness so if you were to meet another young lady would you say hey i'm dating this person or you feel like that's not even she don't even know that she don't even know that I said, I guess because the nature of me and other person's relationship is so like casual, like we see each other like once a month, maybe. You know oh, what I'm okay, saying? Yeah. So, okay. It really just, it really, it really would just depend, but not like on the first encounter. Like, hey, by the way, you know. What I'm yeah, saying? yeah, yeah, I got other, I got this other girl. Oh, like, okay, nah, okay, that. okay. Wow. So, do you have a type of relationship that you prefer in in polyamory? Like, do you like to be the head? Because I know. We was hearing like the girl, the woman is the center, and then it's two other people. Like, that do was you prefer for, that? That was for that mm, situation. Okay. Yeah. Um, I I feel like I would I do like that concept of the woman being the center. Yeah. Uh, that's why for the when with our last relationship, uh, when it was good, it was good because I do prefer that because with with my exes, I feel like we got to like shower her with love and affection. Yeah. I feel like you know we got to um you know I got to. Um, I guess in a way not worship, but you know what I'm saying. You want to, mm -hmm. right? Like, yeah. You know, spoil your woman. So right. And okay. it's like you yeah. get a little help, so you ain't got to do all of it. Oh, yeah, I'm exactly. finna go get us a girlfriend. Fuck oh, it. Oh my goodness. We about to go get a boo. Fuck all Check that. that nigga, <laughs> <laughs> this nigga is lying. Well, if you trust, but no, seriously, if you if you if it's someone that you trust, like if you get to the point where you trust, like with the other person, like uh, me and him, you know, started building a friendship. So that you feel, it's like giving your, it's like, it's not like you're giving your partner away. It's like that, that other person extension of you. So you know that. Right, good, that's true. You know, good arms. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. you just got somebody that's out there trying to do whatever with anybody. 
But now you know, y'all got probably. like a bond between all y'all. You know what I'm saying? It'll like, work. Yeah. I think that's important. I think that's commendable too, cause I don't know how I would feel like, and I'm. I think it's like you said, the pride thing. Mm-hmm. Cause I ain't. I listen. Now hold oh, yeah, on. Trust me. Ain't nobody in this motherfucker doing shit. Yeah. <laughs> but me. I, I wasn't the one. I wasn't the one. I would need another girl. Oh, I, I'm gonna goodness. need another girl like Ashley. We can't get another stud. It's a wrap. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get something soft. Yeah, like for you. for your benefit. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. That's what it Unfortunately, in these kind of relationships, it's like somebody gotta, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Sacrifice. Somebody like, gotta eat it. You gonna have to eat it. Because I feel like with her, like she wasn't like she was way. I was way more accepting and patient yeah. than she would have been had I had like a girlfriend. It right. Been yeah. Around. That's why it's crazy that you said you didn't date. And you like, she dated three people. Like, God damn. Let me get my yeah. feet wet. So, yeah, like, yeah, that was crazy. I guess uh, this will kind of be like one of our last questions. Do you feel like, because you guys were together for so long, mm-hmm. do you feel like, um, being that you guys introduced um, the polyamorous lifestyle to the relationship, that that may have, you know, been one of the reasons that y'all broke up? Like, did that interfere, do you feel? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's something we even talk about amongst ourselves, just even knowing, you know, acknowledging the year when everything kind of just shifted. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, yeah. and even within the relationship, you know, I would get sad sometimes after we, you know, we're trying to be polyamorous because I was thinking about, you know, a, a, a part of our relationship that was, for the most part, gone forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When it was just us two, and I would, I would always be like, man, I wish we could go back to when it was just us two. Because at that point, it felt like it was just so wide open. Things were kind of like going a lot of different ways. So it's like, you know, you have that nostalgic feeling. Right. And with anything, you know, if one thing is going to affect another. So for sure, you know, that caused different kind of consequences, which, you know, after a while, whether it be, you know, her relocating somewhere else for work or, but mm-hmm. in case may be just the whole dynamic over the years had changed. So yeah. and that, I think it definitely contributed. Yeah, mm. I think so too. Because that energy, man, I mean, yeah. And I was, I was messed up because she broke up with me and she, and she was still with him. So I was kind of messed up with her. Yeah, him. that's what she was telling us. We was like, oh. So her breaking up with you had specifically to do with something that you was doing. Yes, older. but you couldn't tell me that. Okay. <laughs> you know, because in your mind, you're like, nah, bro. Like, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But okay. You just have to be stronger than that, you know, mentally and say, you know, it, it, at the end of the day, it is because of, you know, our whatever is going on between us is between us. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Um, yeah. Wow. Thank you for thank being you so, so transparent. Much. Yeah, thank, you, thank you for coming on and chatting with us, man. Oh, for sure. You know, I always got y'all. I'm glad uh, I can come. And whoever can, you know, learn from this or, you know, need some uh, insight, hopefully they can and hear this and and get some some good ideas and not, not no bad ideas. Maybe yes. for, the, for the right reason. We actually had somebody uh, hit us up. Like, I'm so glad y'all talked about this because I, I, I had a feeling, but I don't know what it is. Yeah. And now that I have a name for it and what it sounds like, I could I could tell my girlfriend what it is. Like Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I definitely I've, think it's yeah, cool. I think I've always been attracted to like that village style life. Yeah. So I think that's why I like it. <laughs> okay. So if you can give one like, you know, pointer or something for like people who feel like they may want to get poly. into 
the polyamorous lifestyle? Like, what would it be? I would say the first, the main thing is to love yourself first. Yeah. Um, a lot of people do not love themselves first before they get in relationships. Um, okay. We use relationships mm-hmm. as, like, happiness. We shouldn't look for anybody, anybody outside ourselves for happiness. Yes. That, is, that was right on. Ooh, we man. Okay. All right, we back. It's us. I really liked that interview. I really did. I love the transparency. She was very transparent. Hell yeah. Even like her downfalls. Mm-hmm. Like, and I like that. The cheating in the poly, in the poly, within the relationship. Damn. That's some tea. That gave us some. That gave us some shit. Like because you can already have multiple people. Like how? What what else do you need? What else do you want? <laughs> that is just an unsatisfied as person. Yeah. But I think I think with growth she's learned that like I oh, got to yeah, be sure. satisfied within whatever the hell I'm doing. For which sure. is a great thing cuz I don't think people fully understand it. Even her takeaway is like you have to be happy with yourself first. Yes. Which was like a bomb. Yes. Like people don't understand you cannot be someone's happiness in a relationship, mm-hmm. whatever type of relationship it is. If you are their source of happiness, that may be a problem because you might fall short. Right. And now those expectations of who you are for them are tainted. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that spoils a relationship. Yeah, and you can't. Time. You also can't try to make somebody happy either. Like mm-hmm. on the other hand. Because, I mean, you may run yourself raggedy. Hell yeah. Trying to make somebody Easily. happy and please them. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, if the person not happy with themselves first, you'll feel like, you'll feel um, insufficient. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like something is wrong with you. That, you know. that breeds insecurity within Definitely. a person. Yeah. And that always manifests into something very bad. Whether it that's does. projection, it uh, does. cheating, you know, not being comfortable around them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, insecurity definitely manifests very bad things. So she got into the poly relationship thinking, you know, I, I, ha- I obviously have a problem with being monogamous. monogamous. Right. Then got into the poly relationship and was like, and still had a problem. And was like, um, I need to get my shit together because <laughs> yes. I'm still cheating. Yeah. I have a fucking problem. Yes. Yeah. So now, um, she's single and she's you know just. Dating around, dating, you know, she's but definitely still, still said that like she's into the tribe. I did like that's always been her thing, so I think that's cool. Like sticking with, you know, not letting it like change your core. Yeah, even though you had a bad experience, it's like that's this is who I am. Like speaking, speaking of that, I'm glad that you brought that into it. Now this doesn't have specifically to do with her. What I'm about to Mm -hmm. say, but just overall. It seems like with poly relationships that it's mostly beneficial for the person who feels like they're poly. Mm. All the other people are kind of like, you know. Adjusting. Adjusting. To be with that person. And also sacrificing to be with that person. Mm. So I think that like far as with with poly people, I think that if if there isn't one, I know they said that white people have where they can link up. Like a support Like some type of group to where you can meet other poly people who originally have that idea of being poly. Yeah. Because bringing the idea to people who are cool with being monogamous, that person ends up falling 
short or being on the back burner right. or not really feeling it, but going along with you because obviously when you're in love, you accept a whole lot of shit. Mm-hmm. You you know you cool with it because you want to see that person happy. You go on with the flow, right. just out of love, mm-hmm. you know. So it seems like people with the idea of that they want to be poly are putting other people in, you know, not so good a weird predicament. Like, yeah, you know, and they're gonna do it because because they love them. So that that's kind of what I one thing. So that let I've this be a seed. Everybody, let this be a seed. If anybody out there is listening and feel poly and do want to, uh, you know, create some type of platform or some type of network for other poly people to, yeah, you know, interact and mingle and meet. That way it's not, you know, like, like she said, it's hard going from being monogamous to being in a poly relationship. Like, mm-hmm. there is a transitional period that, you know, she felt like she missed and she may not have had the support you know, within her relationship or even from other people to be like that, which right. we heard with the interview previous is like people not necessarily own what you own. So right. they can't give you, they can't give you insight. They can't help you. So let this be a, you know, maybe a seed planting for somebody out there that is poly, you know, you can create a network for black people, for queer people to, you know, mix Me, and mingle mix and, and meet right. and, you know, maybe even, you know, explore something, Within that, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whatever that looks like. So I think that's needed. Yeah. Because it's be a, it's, it seems like it's a lot of sacrificing yeah. going on for the other partner in the relationship. Which, 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 don't get it twisted. Like, relationships do require a lot of sacrifice. Of course, uh, yeah. You know, from both, from however many parties are in it. Right. But I think when you are speaking about a lifestyle change, which yeah. in essence it, it really is, mm-hmm. Um, when you're speaking about that, then that's a different type of adaptation that people may not want to, you know, conform to. Right. You you asking somebody to do something that's just not them. Yeah. And love is a beautiful thing, but you it's, know, it, something it's kind of like your beliefs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like different. You can come into a relationship. I don't have to try to convert you over to mm-hmm. whatever I believe, my religion, or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. That's what I. That's what I think. So you you find people on that same wavelength as you. And then y'all can. And then y'all can do y'all thing. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Be, I think it would be easier. Yeah. And I and I and it's necessary. You know, um, there's been several instances where we see people aren't necessarily comfortable with bringing it to the the person that they're with because they don't know how that happens. Be happy for yourself. Do it for yourself. Like you have to know that you are 100 percent whole in your relationship. You're mm-hmm. you're not in a you're not half of a person being with someone else, or you're not half of a person sharing, splitting your time with other people. Right. Um. You know, be 100 about what you want. You have to be, unless you uh, unless you plan to be miserable and unhappy, and even that manifests into different things that cause problems in relationships. Totally. Yeah, yeah I agree. So this is wrapping up our poly series, yeah. poly and monogamy series. You guys have been troopers <laughs> through all the parts. Y'all been tuning in. Y'all got into us. Yeah, we we were able to formally introduce ourselves because we had to realize that we are small people in this big spectrum that is the world. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we formally introduced ourselves. Um, Brought in someone that is poly within a relationship and let you guys see that. Uh-huh. Um, we gave you life after poly for someone that goes back to being monogamous and someone that is comfortable being poly and single and dealing with 
whatever issues that they have. Yeah. Which is a beautiful thing. So I like to think of, you know, I like to think of this series as kind of therapeutic. Very much so. Getting the information out there, but also helping people through our platform, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. get that level of understanding of what it is to be monogamous, the sacrifices, the the time, the effort that it takes to commit to one person, but also polyamorous. Right. I I think, too, for me, why I really wanted to do this was because it's so much negativity, Mm -hmm. like, behind it of what people think of it. Mm -hmm. And it's very similar to any relationship. And so being able to hear different people talk about their experience, I feel like that kind of opens the door of having that conversation instead of being, you know, judgmental. Right, being a stigma or being something that's taboo. You're like, oh, shit, I might have did that before. I might have dated two people before. You know what I'm saying? I might have... I don't want to use my example right now, but I definitely think it's celebrities that are poly, just how they handle... You know, the different relationships, they may have women that have children with them, and they may have girlfriends, and they all be in the house together, and it's cool. Like, and I think, I'm like, okay, this is kind of what it is, Mm -hmm. and it's love everywhere. Exactly. Nobody's suffering or, you know, lacking of anything. A lot of of sister wives. And, I mean, (laughs) you know, it could be beneficial. Right. Especially if there are children involved, Mm -hmm. because, I mean, you know, it takes a village to raise a child, so... Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, just what it, it, like. it works out. But it definitely opened my eyes to uh, the polyamorous lifestyle. And I totally get it. And it, to me, it looks like any relationship. Mm-hmm. It's just another. It's just different branches. It's just another. Per, it's more people. Mm-hmm. But the basics of being in love, dating, having fun, just normal watching TV. Like, <laughs> they doing like regular. The regular shit. Everyday ass it's shit. No, it's nothing different. It's not. Doing. It's nothing different. It's just you know. So, multiple people. I know we think so. we're all different, but we kind of like the same, bro. Like you know, yeah, we. And and and, and the different, argument, in a different way. the argument of what's natural and what's not natural. We are not built. The, we not our DNA is not the same. Like we're not the same type of people. So what you like, I might not like. Right. So who the fuck cares what's quote unquote natural? Homosexuality is said not to be natural. I can't tell. So yeah, Arab <laughs> shit is natural for me. It's natural. It's all I've ever known. For you. So fuck so you, baby. Yeah. But thank y'all so much for tuning in. Thank you guys. I for hope tuning y'all in. enjoy. Be sure to follow us on Instagram. I'm the Seafood Diet on Instagram. I'm word to my locks number two. <laughs> word <laughs> to my locks. Uh, Hood and Holistic has Instagram. Yeah, I know some of y'all didn't follow. Yeah, right. Y'all is nosy. Yeah, y'all be up, bro. I really I like, that. like. We made the page so nobody else will make the page, and then people start following and the it's page, like, and we like, oh shit, okay, well, getting followers. So yeah. that's hood x holistic uh, on Instagram. And if you guys have really been enjoying our um, podcast, support it. Please support our podcast. You know, like go on. Um, we our have link. links in our bios. Yeah. If you want to become a sponsor, there's a link for that. If you want to support, there's a link for that. You could you could give us a dollar a month. That is like completely any okay. type of support it's, is great support for yeah. us. 
Get your hood and holistic merch. We're having a hood roll call. We're doing a roll call. Coming up. So if you do not have your merch, then you cannot be a part of the roll call. Get your merch. We got dad hats. We have crew necks. We have t-shirts. Yeah. Um, We want to see y'all in y'all hood. With the merch. With the merch. So listen, if it's where you from, where you grew up, or where you hang out at, we want to see you in the hood. With your hood and holistic yes, merch. And we're going to have. Even if you ain't from the hood. If you just happen to be from the burbs. That's the hood too. Because <laughs> <laughs> definitely Missouri City is the burbs. But um, yeah. So. Hold but, on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> you just snuck No. I'm there. just saying. Okay. So there look, are two sides to most city, man. We don't have to get into it. I don't live. We don't have I'm to, not from the burbs side. We don't have to get. We don't have to get into it. That's what we I'm going to say. We don't have to get into it. That's all right. All so I'm look. Say. Y'all go get y'all teas. Because we're going to have a giveaway. Yeah. We're doing a giveaway. We're giving away too much game. We're giving away too much. much. We're really not, though. Because this is when they need to get their merch. Y'all need to get y'all merch this week to be a part of the Hood Roll Call. So, yeah. Go on XOAshayco.com and get plugged, get the drip, and let's get it popping. Hey. Hey. Thank y'all. Peace. Peace.